Welcome to the Stonebridge Community Church Essentials Podcast with your host, Senior Pastor John Sauer. Hello, and welcome to Stonebridge Essentials. I'm Pastor John, the Senior Pastor of Stonebridge Community Church. And Stonebridge Essentials is a podcast series that we've done over the last couple of summers looking at the essentials of the Christian faith. It's difficult to know what exactly Christian faith is. What are those issues, those topics that we have to agree on to be Christian? And what are the areas in which we can disagree? This series has sought to address that question using the teaching of John Calvin. John Calvin was a French reformer from the 1500s when the Reformation took place and Europe began debating and fighting over different ideas with the church, with theology, and the Western world basically entered into a period of turmoil. John Calvin was trying to write down what the Christian faith was, how to explain it to people, how to pull it all together so that others could understand what this faith is. And in the midst of that, John Calvin, in a letter, he he wrote that there were three different types of issues in the Christian church. The first of those would be indifferent issues. Those are things that don't really matter on the details. For instance, an indifferent issue would be the method by which you baptize. Calvin would say, pick a method and just baptize people. And don't waste the church's time debating it for too long. Then Calvin said that there are issues called important issues. And these would be in between indifferent and essentials. The important issues, they're important. They need to be debated, discussed, but you don't break fellowship over them. You don't divide the church over them. You figure out how to still hang in there together as a church. And then Calvin said there are the essentials. And with the essentials, if there's disagreement on the essentials, well, then you haven't divided the church. You are already part of a different faith. But Calvin laid out three essentials. The essentials, they don't change. You can't move one topic in or move one topic out. According to Calvin, there are three essentials. The first is the Trinity, believing that God is one and God is three at the same time. And we discussed the Trinity two summers ago in a podcast series. The second is the life and work of Jesus with the resurrection of Jesus being central. And we discussed that last summer. And then the final one that I'm going to be discussing in this podcast today is justification by grace through faith. Justification by grace through faith. So Calvin believed that to be authentically Christian— To be part of the Christian church, you had to uphold the Trinity, you had to uphold the life and work of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus, and you had to uphold this idea of justification by grace through faith. And if you disagreed on these, well then, we're not talking about the same religion anymore. We're not talking about the same faith. So justification by grace through faith, that's the topic for this final podcast in the Stonebridge Essentials series. Let's just start with the very basic question. What is justification by grace through faith? Let's start with justification. 
Calvin described justification as basically when you are being both reckoned righteous in God's judgment and accepted on account of this righteousness. So Calvin said justified, being justified was being both reckoned righteous in God's judgment and accepted on account of this righteousness. It's a legal metaphor that's being used here. We were all once lawbreakers. We were all once sinners. And justification is when we are no longer viewed as sinners or lawbreakers, but now we are righteous. We are right with the law, with God's law. And God's judgment no longer stands upon us. And because of that, we are accepted. I think justification at its core is really about that idea of being accepted by God. That when we are justified, we know that we are accepted. We know that God has embraced us. And we know that our sins are no longer held against us. Calvin also said that Basically, the acceptance with which God receives us into his favor as righteousness is justification. So that acceptance is important. He went on to say that justification consists of the remission of sins and the imputation of Christ's righteousness. And this is where we start to get some differences in Calvin's understanding of justification by grace through faith and other Christian traditions' ideas of justification. That idea of imputation. Basically, Jesus was righteous. Jesus lived a perfect life. And his righteousness gets transferred to us through having faith in him. By means of having faith in Jesus, having faith in the work Jesus did on the cross and in the resurrection, his righteousness gets planted on us. So that when God sees us, God no longer sees the sinful human, but sees Jesus standing in our place. That was central to Calvin's idea of justification. Now, this is different than a typical Catholic understanding. In a Catholic understanding of justification, over time, righteousness is added to you. You build up righteousness over time. So you are at one time righteous and unrighteous. But over time, that righteousness grows and it increases. And good works are tied closely to faith. And over time, these good works help to justify a sinner. That would be a Catholic understanding. Now, in Calvin's day, the Catholic understanding was a bit more extreme. And there was a lot of corruption involved in this. People were basically giving money to buy righteousness. And there was a lot of hypocrisy taking place. I think today, the Catholic Church has a more moderate understanding of righteousness and a less corrupt understanding of righteousness. But the belief there is that righteousness takes place over time and that good works do contribute to it. And in the Catholic understanding, you can actually lose your righteousness. You could lose your justification through what's called a mortal sin. In fact, most Christian traditions believe that in some ways you can lose your justification. The Lutherans believe that you can lose justification through a loss of faith. That if your faith fades away, you lose your justification. You lose your righteousness. 
Catholics and, and Orthodox, like I said, believe that through a mortal sin, you can lose your justification and your righteousness. Methodists believe that it can be lost through a loss of faith or through sinning. People who are part of what's called the holiness tradition and the Methodist tradition, they believe that you can lose justification. But according to John Calvin, and according to the Reformed view of justification, you can never lose your acceptance. God will never let you fall away. And that was a key idea for John Calvin. Whereas in the Catholic understanding, justification took place over time, righteousness was added through good works. According to Calvin, righteousness is imputed. The moment we embrace Jesus, the moment we have faith in Jesus, his righteousness becomes our own. Our works have nothing to do with it. Christ's righteousness is placed upon us. And it's because of that that we have God's acceptance. So Calvin, he was very, very, very clear. Our works have nothing to do with us being saved. Any acceptance that we get from God, it comes through Jesus' work and Jesus' work alone. The only thing that we do is have faith. And according to Calvin, he also believed that the gift of faith came from God. So salvation rested solely in God's hands, according to Calvin. Justification by grace through faith was solely a work of God, according to Calvin. And our faith in Christ, it unites us to Jesus. It holds us to Jesus. Our faith is deeper than just a belief, but it's something that changes our very DNA. So that, like I said earlier, when God looks upon us, God sees the righteous Jesus standing in our place. Now, this idea that our works had nothing to do with our justification, that it is by grace, which means it's a gift from God, and that it's through faith, which is not a work, but another gift from God. This has created a lot of questions. Because what do we do with good works then? I mean, Jesus is very, very clear in the Sermon on the Mount that there are works that we are to do. There are things that we are supposed to do that mark us uniquely as Christian. Good works are important, and it would be nonsense to ignore good works. But according to Calvin, there are reasons to do good works other than salvation. There are reasons to do the things Jesus asks us to do other than just trying to get a ticket into heaven or just a ticket to be saved. Calvin and other reformers talked about this idea of sanctification, which is the process of being made holy, and that good works result from sanctification. So, when we have faith in Jesus, his righteousness is imputed onto us, and in God's eyes we are made righteous. And then, throughout this life, we are sanctified or made holy, and that's a work of the Holy Spirit. It's not something that we do. But because of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives, because of our faith in Jesus, because of his righteousness, good works will naturally result from the life that we're living. But it's important to understand sanctification, according to Calvin, follows justification. Sanctification does not lead to justification. And this, I believe, should be comforting. Whatever it is you've done, whatever it is you will do, 
you are already accepted. God has already embraced you. And there is nothing you can do to escape God's embrace. The moment God has held you close, you are saved. Now, I think that when that's properly accepted, good works should flow naturally. There's other reasons to do the things that Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount than simply trying to earn salvation. We do those things because we're grateful to Jesus for what he's done, because we trust him as Lord, because we believe that he knows how to live this life better than we do. We do the things Jesus asks because it is the best way of living life, because it reflects God's character and puts us in line with God. I think there's any number of reasons why we do good works. One of the key ones, though, that I think gets overlooked is that we have a mission that God has given us. The church exists to spread the news of the resurrection of Jesus. And we do good works. We build communities based on the way of life Jesus calls us to so that the world can have a glimpse of the hope that we have. We do the things Jesus asks us to so that other people can have hope, so they can get a glimpse of what the kingdom of God is supposed to look like. We'll never do it perfectly, but we do it well enough that they can see that there's something better, that there's a better world to come, and they can have hope also. That mission, I think, is one of the key reasons why we do good works. And I think gratitude is a reason why you do good works, too. God has given you a gift. God has accepted you. So you live your life in gratitude. You embrace that gift. And you do good works to reflect that gratitude. So... For Calvin, it was actually a pretty simple answer. If people said, well, why, if you're already saved, if it doesn't matter with what you do, why would you do good works? Well, there's a lot of reasons to do good works. But it should be comforting to know your salvation isn't dependent on you or the work you do. Your salvation isn't dependent on the ways in which you fail or the works you don't do. Your salvation is solely dependent on God and God's love, and God's acceptance, which has taken place the moment you have faith in Jesus. So, justification by grace through faith. The way I would summarize it, according to John Calvin, is you are accepted, and it's not through your own work. You have been made right with God through Jesus' sacrifice and through Jesus' resurrection. Embrace it, and nothing you can ever do would make God let go of you. To Calvin, that was an essential of the Christian faith, recognizing that our works don't earn salvation, but salvation comes through grace and that faith is a sign of it. And justification happens because of Christ's work, not our own. That, to Calvin, was the final essential. So, May you rest in God's acceptance. May you embrace God's grace. May you have faith. And may that faith lead you to believe the truth that you are justified before God, that you have been made right with God, and that God will never let go of you. God bless you, and amen.